appropriate. I don't know about this Grogu guy, but that was the uh, <laughs> that was a new track by Grogu. Yeah, so, people wanted to know what his voice sounded like. That's it. Yeah, I mean he's. Yeah. You know, Turns I don't out his know. First words are some sick beats. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bespin, um, Bespin, like, you know, he went at me like I was a SoundCloud rapper um, this week. And he was just like, you know, you dropped one Mando song and it's a redo of your Andor song. Like, what's going on? He was like calling, you know, into my my content creator. Yeah. Come on, content creator. He was, (laughs) you know, he was, I think he was probably leaving bad messages about fandom um on message boards and stuff like that and then uh so i go and i i make the uh the uh, song and i throw it to him i'm like hey here you make the video and he's like sorry i'm busy <laughs> i was like oh you <laughs> son of a bitch uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean not that he agreed yes. to do it but i was like okay man so then uh i did it and then uh yeah, yeah. people but, love yeah. signing up artists for work you know what are you doing they always go, Rob, why don't you make a whole graphic novel? And I'm like, why don't you just spend 300,000 hours of your fucking life sitting there for someone to look at it and then go, eh, I don't like the art. You know, I don't know, man. You know, yeah. I'm fucking worth it. I, me, me and you, we won't talk about it, but we've talked about doing something. And uh, I wrote on some of that this weekend. And I was going to, I'm going to give that to you today. Um, oh, but let's, nice. get, let's get into the article uh, that I wrote. Okay, let's do it. Let's talk. Let's actually talk <laughs> about Star Wars for once. Let's let's let's, let's try that. So this is uh, on makingstarwars.net, which is my website. Uh, rumors: Ezra Bridger is the Force Karate Kid in Star Wars: Ahsoka and Sabine's weapon of choice. So this is these are spoilers from uh, Star Wars: Ahsoka, and this stuff is uh, the the stuff in this article has been uh, now triple confirmed. So here we go. I've heard about a sequence in Star Wars Ahsoka where Ezra uses the Force in a way compared to Luke Skywalker shattering the Beehive Hut on Octu when he catches Rey Force-skyping with her evil space boyfriend. However, the difference is one source saying and others confirming Ezra Hadoukens with the Force. Those conversations with sources on the next Star Wars live-action series gave way to a lot of interesting preliminary details about the series you might find interesting if you're a Rebels fan. On the flip side, each time I hear about a scene or sequence with Sabine Wren in live action sequences from Star Wars Ahsoka, it seems to have a common weapon, a green lightsaber. There is a sensible yet somewhat unexpected angle to her fighting style in the series because of the weapon she inherited from her missing friend Ezra Bridger. This show builds on what came before in a logical way because the the anime shows i meant to, meant to write the animation typo the animation uh. shows do matter when they're minded for live action when they're mind mind for live action content sabine was trained to wield the dark saber in star wars rebels by the jedi kanan jaras and ezra bridger at the end of star wars rebels ezra leaves the weapon with sabine wren Ezra then goes missing after the Purgles drag Thrawn's fleet to light speed. In the years that follow, Sabine Wren carries the weapon with her and uses it when she needs a melee weapon. Ezra Bridger, on the other hand, has been in a strange land for years without his lightsaber. And I think I know where he is, by the way, but not today. Apparently, a Kyber crystal has not called out to him in all that time because he has developed his own martial arts-based force powers 
not unlike Teres Kasi, but I'm assuming it's his own style. This martial arts style, coupled with his connection to animals, makes him an interesting take on a forest user on screen as he uses his hands, feet, and the force and nature to beat up on dead stormtroopers. There are sequences with Sabine using the lightsaber with Ezra Bridger. It's not clear if Ezra gets another laser sword at some point or just finally takes his lightsaber back from her, but she's usually using it from what I'm hearing in the main conflicts. It sounds like he's been he's like he's become adept at fighting without one and she's become adept at fighting with one. So it makes sense for her to use the lightsaber until he can get another. It isn't clear if he gets a new saber in the series, but this is Star Wars, so I assume he does. Uh, to reiterate from the re reactionary types who get overly emotional at any bit of news, I'm not saying Ezra never gets or uses his own lightsaber, just that most of the scenes I have heard about so far have Ezra doing force karate while Sabine swings the lightsaber around. The series has more lightsaber fighting than probably anything we have seen on Disney Plus so far, and the word is the lightsaber fighting is pretty good. We will have sequences with Balon, Shin. Uh, they have red. I need to correct this. Have red lightsabers. Morgan Elsbeth and the witches standing off against Ahsoka with her two light, white lightsabers. Sabine with the green saber and Ezra doing force karate. It sounds like fun stuff. The show also has some other interesting villains in story as well. But after Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think we have to see the fights for ourselves before we can really say if they work or not. Uh, more to come soon. Check back soon. As I get more double and triple confirmations on certain details, I will report what I have heard on Star Wars Ahsoka. I have some juicy information still in the verification stages, but with high confidence, I believe will pan out. And then I say, uh, I'd like to hear from you. Uh, you can become a channel member by clicking on this link on YouTube. You can become a Patreon supporter if you prefer that. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast right here. You can subscribe to the podcast by clicking that link and going to the subscription page. And uh, please don't repost my articles to Reddit with just the, uh, you know, certain words cut out as if that is um, not just copying the article because that sucks when you guys do that. Thank you. So, yeah. yeah so Fuck like, those Reddits, right? <laughs> I mean, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, what, right? what of it. It's it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, their behavior is strange over there. But uh, being kind. Yeah, full of shit. <laughs> yeah, baby Yoda yeah. says they full of shit. That's what he says. Quote: They full of shit. <laughs> they full of shit. <laughs> they full of shit yeah. is Reddit. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So, so, anyways, yeah. So we we basically have this like uh, you know, kid who's you know, I don't know, a good sixteen years old out there in the in the in the wilderness, and um, was a training to become a Jedi gets force zip zap zoomed away into a new land. And then what do we end? And then we, he, he can't use his lightsaber. So he has to develop this different sort of fighting styles. So I think that's, I think that could be fun. I think that could be cool because like, I liked what they did in rogue one, you know, where we have like kind of like the blind martial artist like archetype in use. Right. But he has the force, but not really. It's like kind of like force enhanced, but we don't really get to actually see that come out like to fruition and fully. And uh, so I think I think that could be fun. And then obviously a Mandalorian using a lightsaber is going to make 
kids happy, you know? I think so. So I think that. Yeah, that, not for nothing, fun. Jason. You know, yeah. I wrote this Star Wars fan script in 1998, and I went straight down the Tarascosi path with it. Mm-hmm. I wanted no Force users, but I had a buddy who was going to do the animation. Like, I, you know, I, I took his word for it, so I had to, like, work with him on things he wanted to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, the Tarascosi path and the, the, the followers of Palawa, right? Mm-hmm. The Epicanthics region was. I was all I know that stuff pretty well, Jason. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I ended up. I mean, I'll go over it sometime. I don't want to go into oh, it came up with this and that, but like it is. I'll say this: it's just it's cool. It's cool shit. It's whether whether you think the game was executed well or not is pointless. It's cool stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, and the uh, the uh, game, you know, was what nineteen ninety seven. We all we all want to come through Star Wars as far back as Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's that's where I was like that just made total sense for me because I'm like they glow like lightsabers and shit, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We it does. I I it did kind of occur to me when I was hearing this stuff like up front that we're kind of in a weird way. It's like it, it almost feels like either just it, it's probably parallel thinking. You know how like we had like that time where in Star Wars evil robots were like a thing like k2so i'm an evil protagonist robot kind of kind of thing like i i'm i'm not your dad c3po like that kind of thing kind of happens and then it happens like all over star wars like everybody's messing with that concept all of a sudden because it's on everybody's brain i feel like like this next year is going to kind of be the martial arts year of star wars between uh star wars acolyte and this but i do think that they're going two different ways with it and to be fair it's that's one of the my I stand by it. Ray Park's use of Wushu in the Phantom Menace Obi Wan fight is where I, you first see it on screen, in my opinion, and it's brilliant. You know, like that fight is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dell says like the video. Maybe Jason will let you talk. Ha ha ha. And Santa says like the video. So like the video, you, you weirdos. But thank you guys for for uh, telling people to like the video because it Jason supposedly helps. I don't know. Nothing ever changes. You know, we we, we get our we, we, we get our. I like got Roku goes. There's 400 in here and 11 likes. God damn it! Like the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I like when he's like, "We're not coming unless you guys pay us a bunch of money." Uh, I should start doing that. We're not. We're, we need 300 dollars in here. Or I'm not showing up. Uh, Dell says I was going to say something about that too, and then um, he says, "If you're here to steal Jason's secrets, they're no longer secrets." That's true. Uh, Chris says, uh, could look visually awesome if done right. Yeah. And that's, that's something that like, I, I, I am, I have reservations about rushing to say like, guys, it's going to look fucking cool. Like I don't, because when you took things from Kenobi that most people were mad about, I, or I think were very, a very common complaint when you took it by itself, just what they filmed at that moment, everybody thought that was going to be really cool. And it wasn't until you got they edited it all together that it wasn't, um, especially but, that first fight. But, mm-hmm. but Filoni's in charge of this, and the dude does have a good eye for the visuals. You know, like, he does, he does. And, and mean, he's, that 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 fight between Ahsoka and uh, I don't know whatever her name is, uh, Grem Pertal. She was guys got these weird names. Avengers. Um, no, the, the fight when the, oh, the Mando. Season oh, in two, Mando. Or, um, yeah, Morgan yeah, yeah. Elsbeth. Morgan Elsbeth, yeah, yeah. Who, by the way, so is like huge. Go watch that episode, you guys. Again, just gonna tell you. I'm gonna say it one more time. Go watch that episode again. 
and take notes. Take notes. It, it's important. It's yeah, but the it staging seems. of it, the you mm-hmm. know what I mean, the fight, it was all really good, dude. And it yeah. wasn't over the top. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they had to like hot shot the fight and do some crazy shit. Like it, it was just really well staged. Yeah, you know, well, well put together. Tension was great. Well, and Filoni also awesome. shot a ton of uh, you know lightsaber battles in CGI over the over the course of the Clone Wars. Some of them aren't that good. Some of them are just like jumping around, and it's not very impressive. And then, I've seen then, those. then, yeah, then, I've then seen those. no, no, yeah, I know because you only pay attention to the bad shit because you won't watch the good shit because you're stubborn. But yeah. um, yeah. but there's yes. actually a couple of duels in in there that are really really fucking good like like movie quality they they do end up stepping up and they become more than just you know robin and batman going do 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 off of walls and shit and um why is rob got to be used as a negative what robin batman and robin oh you know batman and robin they just kind of jump off shit and you're just like oh look they're doing superhero shit like um that that cuts out kind of early on in, in the clone wars and then it gets more into actual like like battles and moves and stuff and it's it's not exactly like Nick Gillard is there. They should really uh, I don't know if it's Gillard or Gillard, but they should really just get Nick Nick Gillard back. I, I think it's like he's too busy drinking. Hey, that's at fair. But I don't I don't know if he's like I don't know if he's retired at this point or whatever, but they know, but they really should. I mean, they really should move his ass to LA and have him like as a full time person on all of these shows as a consultant. And if not the coordinator, if he's not the coordinator, then it's not coordinator, then let him be a consultant all the time. Jason, like it's ridiculous. You know who should hire Nick Collard is the Your Ted, La- the Your Ted Lasso crew. Your bald headed crew. Oh, crew. the Ted Lasso crew. Why well, is I mean, that? I saw, I saw the new episode of Ted Lasso because they're totally invoking Star Wars this season. Did you see like uh-huh. the bad guy's office, the, the lead? The Ru- uh, Rupert, oh, yeah. J- Anthony Heath. Yeah, he's got. The- well, they said it last season that they were templating the series after Star Wars in some ways. And on mm-hmm. this season, the the main bad guy he has an office and he has the emperor's like the death star circular you know motif he's got the throne room like set mm-hmm. up in his office it's great yeah yeah i hate nick i hate nate i hate nate i've known so many Nates. Not like him I, i've 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 met more nates in star wars over my time doing this than anywhere in my life star wars is infested with nates not even kidding it's Ted true. Lasso has a clearer villain right now than Mando season four, by far. <laughs> yeah. By far. Well, no, no, you're, you're just you're you're just uh, you're, you're blocking. You're going. This is a new season. It's a reset, and it's not. They no, they, not. yeah yeah they, they see they think mm-hmm. the villain is 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 in prison, and they they think that that there's a false sense of security going on. That's the point, and it's that's not going to last. They're not making it very clear. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you end the last season of the show with him getting arrested. Then we have that that talk where people are like, "Oh, yeah, I hear he's in jail. I already got out." And they're like, they're "Like what? You know, there's like a whole thing. Like, so we're not really supposed to know what's going on." But people are out there eating fucking popsicles while that guy is clearly like getting ready to. They are. They are eating popsicles. They are eating popsicles. But I mean, that's that's like uh, um, I think if you follow Star Wars and you get mad about the false sense of security. You literally can't follow Star Wars because I'm not with, mad. I'm just saying. No, no I don't. I don't mean you. I don't mean you. I'm, I'm. I'm addressing like like a general discourse right now, okay. especially with with the really dumb people. Um, I mean, there's a lot of dummies. I am really dumb and, though. Like, that's I'll, fair. I'll admit to that. I, I'm not going to fight you on that, Rob. But <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is <laughs> like like they they didn't Star Wars didn't put two assholes out on a you know on a terrace eating popsicles because that's Star Wars now. 
like that's could not be parallel thinking though maybe maybe <laughs> no. ahsoka's doing it and acolyte they're all got the popsicles i would not mind watching ahsoka eat a popsicle at all <laughs> you can marry Aunt winstead can she eat the popsicle if she eats a popsicle <laughs> i'll write a song about it for sure but um, lucky bastard that but, <laughs> lucky bastard <laughs> yeah um, anyways, uh, uh, no, but, but that's, that's the whole thing is we continually have to have like, it, it's in a, in a weird way, Star Wars almost becomes collectively anarchist in the sense that it, that you can't ever have an effective government. You can't ever have an effective, effective body, uh, of, you know, body politics, so to speak, because it's going to literally have to erode and collapse into a war every single time. Uh, because it's called Star Wars. It's like literally like the point of it. And without that they, false they sense could, of security, you don't really get. So I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't to give. You're not saying you can't have a sneak to give attack. The, you can have a sneak attack. They could sure. stand. To, okay, okay. They could stand to give the New Republic a period of peace. Like give it, give, give it a, a 500 years or so. I don't know. Give it a while. Like I, know, no, give it. This is Star Wars, not 500 years of peace. What is it? 500 yeah. years of peace? No. You give Star Wars. Yeah. You give them like like right now they got. Well, right now they got like five years, right? We're like five or six years out, and like like they're you know they're they're quote struggling, but they're you know they're they're making it happen. But the thing about it is, it's all a lie because we we have the knowledge that it doesn't matter if you like the movie or not. That it the Sith there's a Sith Lord who's skin and bones out on another place. Yeah, I didn't like the movie. You know, yeah, it doesn't matter. Shocking, shocking. But, Rob didn't like it. Yeah, you don't have to like the movie though to go like, okay, that's a thing. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what's that's that informs the uh, climate of the of the film or of the series, and so so how you know if that is Gideon attacking, um, blows up. Uh, I can never fucking re- remember Bo Katan's name on the show for some reason, but Bo Katan fucking like her house like it's blown up by those people, and like all the they're like that's a lot for a warlord. And it's like, well, like, like, what does that mean? You know, that clearly means something. Yeah, what does it mean, Jason? Well, <laughs> hmm. yeah, it, it means that, but, but, but juxtapose that with what's going on in Coruscant. Bo-Katan's house was just blown up by a fucking squadron of, of TIE fighters, TIE interceptors. And then these motherfuckers are going like, everything's cool. Come touch the rock. You know what I mean? Eat popsicles and let's not fight anymore. Like, they're they're trying to go to port post-war America, but they haven't won World War II. They they kind of just won the she, battle. One of the battles. She's not really making the case right now, but it's it's not bad. It's just well, you know, I mean, I mean, the same clear, clearer villain in Ted Lasso. They could take some lessons. They could write some notes down. See, but that's that that's the thing. First episode. It, they don't wait three. Mm-hmm. Out, they don't wait four hours Rob, to get to it. You know I have I mean? to fundamentally disagree with you on here because what we have is we have Din who's going to complete the quest. That's what he did. That was the purpose of like two episodes is him going and, and actually like shutting down that thing right there. And then you're going to have the fucking big ending with, with the villain, the villains coming, all of that's going, going to happen. It's just, I get they're accomplishing what they set out to do. I'm just saying, I just don't know if it's been the most captivating, you know? Okay. Well, you could say that, but, but, but who the villain is, is, is clear. I think what they're doing is, is clear. If yeah, I've watched Mandalorian season two. You straight hate recently. Nate. Do you really hate Gideon? You don't really hate him. I haven't really made you hate no, him. No, 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 no. You're, you're making a, a you're making a, you're making a side argument now. Is Gideon the best written effective villain? No, he's not. 
I, I completely. That's what I said. They could agree. take some villain notes from Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was saying. yeah. But 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 when we talk about like the clarity of who the villain is, that's literally the point at this moment in in this narrative, because the whole thing is it's about false a false sense of security, because because all of this stuff right here is going to come like we're, we're come to a head when we have Gideon who's out there and we're like oh you know that's that's not good. But then re- remember that the uh, next series is going to be Thrawn. It's gonna it's gonna culminate with with Thrawn showing. Up. Yeah, you just you just hang around eighteen episodes. We'll eventually get to it. No problem. Yeah, yeah. You, you, or we're we in a rush to get somewhere. I mean, like I, I watch. Years, Jason. I think yeah, so, yeah. No, I mean, I, I I see I see everybody gushing about anime and stuff, and then I fucking watch anime and it's fucking three seasons on a battle. You know what I mean? I don't know what you're watching, but Full Metal Alchemist gets to it pretty fast. No, uh, whatever, nerd. Uh, what what I was gonna was gonna say. Yeah, was, I'm a nerd. Yeah, yeah a nerd. no, but um, I eat at Fuddruckers, Jason. I'm a nerd. The actual like like thing that I'm critical of right now, the the, the uh, of all of the fucking crybaby shit that I hear constantly in the Star Wars fandom, uh, the actual thing that I actually have, I think, is the most uh thing that what we should be criticizing and what is easy to criticize and it deserves it is we're about to go and we're going to have Mandalorian season three culminate with this, uh, with this battle with Gideon shit's getting bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to move on to star Wars Ahsoka and we're going to have like, Oh fuck. Thrawn is back. And it's going to be like a really big, Oh shit moment. There's a really old, there's a huge, Oh shit moment. I'll talk about soon. I just need to need to get more confirmation on it. And um, then we have Skeleton Crew, which is sort of lightly a detour, but still is connected. Okay. And then you know what we have because of, of the, the planning of the thing, unless there's another series we don't know about. Not like two years until that picks up after that. Yeah. Like that's that's where I'm like. You know, like yeah. I really could probably do with these shows maybe going like, you know, uh, these these Mando stories being spaced out six months apart. You know what I mean? Like every six or, months, or we, putting the whole thing together into one complete eighteen episode season or something. You know? Well, I mean, no, I, I I'm I'm okay with there being a large fucking spanning fucking epic like story that takes place over several series. I just don't like having to wait fucking. You know, two years yeah, to imagine pick up on the plot. Thread. Buffy season two, it took another two years to get to the end of Buffy season two. Right? Yeah, yeah, and and or it, and 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 this isn't even like I don't even think this is about getting like necessarily like, to the ending. It's about the exploration of the era, and I'm cool with that. But like then we have like Ahsoka. I mean, sorry, we have Andor, and we and before that we have um, Acolyte, and both of those are just like these like side things that have nothing to do with that story, and so I would rather like those series be dispersed in between but uh shogun Orda, thank you for the super chat bud uh i appreciate it ten dollar super chat from shogun says for me mando right now and even andor was good slash okay but it was all ketchup but no meal story ketchup is great but without meal it's kind of weird but that's just me Uh, that's fair no that's 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 a fair analogy of you know of, of where where you're how you're feeling about it but i i think and and i could be wrong like at the end of the day i might be totally wrong but i think that it this season has been less like two guys walk into a bar 
and therefore storytelling or and then storytelling as opposed to this is more of like the big getting into a bigger macro story so this is like these first four episodes are really the first time they give they've given us uh exposition that's that's setting up a ton of other things and uh we're a little impatient i think week to week um when we have to deal with it like that last episode i think week to week on the, the its first airing it's like oh my god what are you doing come on i want to get like to the good stuff but i think that when we have like the whole season it i think it will be elevated slightly and and it will be you know just like frog lady last year remember frog lady people lost their shit about frog lady now it's like okay frog lady's fine you know and i i think it's kind of like that this is different though in, in the sense that if this is setting up an actual like empire attacking the new new republic what the new republic is doing that allows the first order to to kind of brew out there and seem like the lesser of three evils if that makes sense i think that's what's happening and it might be worth it uh it might not though and obviously at the end of the the day everybody has their own personal relationship with star wars and what worked for them and what doesn't but when I when I hear what I'm hearing about where it's going, it, it makes me excited. The ideas aren't aren't bad. Is the execution going to be bad? I think Rob's going to say yes, but and and probably Shogun. But at the same time, we'll have to see. Like when the season is done, if this felt like I don't know, man. Like it. I know everyone goes, "Oh, Rob, Rob, Rob hates everything." That's not true. Go back and watch Book of Boba Fett, man. You yeah. get to episode two, I'm fucking ecstatic. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Episode two, not the Mando episode. Episode two, you know? The, the, well, even the, on the episodes that didn't much like stuff, I was going to That's the one hey. where he goes naked with the Tuscans, correct? Yeah, it's got the train sequence and the yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, you know, which I, I stand by as fucking brilliant. And, yeah, because it's like Avatar. And even the, the Hakka dance and shit. Yeah. Hey, by the way, so someone goes in the, the comments yesterday, they go, this guy likes Avatar. His opinions don't count. I'm like, Filoni fucking loves Avatar, you nitwits. Oh. Filoni! Like you fucking moron. Well, Filoni's gone know, like, woke, so he's gone broke. Yeah, yeah. The guy who put space whales in Star Wars loves fucking Avatar. Shocking, I know. So like, Filoni <laughs> did it first. Cameron, get your own ideas. No, he didn't do it first. No, he didn't. Filoni do it did first. it first. Filoni did it Fantasia first. Fantasia two thousand did it first. Filoni did it first. No, Actually, no, the, no. there was a there was a movie we identified it on the show already that I think they got it from. It's like literally like the same thing. Fantasia two thousand. It wasn't Fantasia two thousand. It was a different one. It was like it was like Titan AE. Is that what it was? Somebody in the chat was, may know. I don't know. It was Fantasia. We got, no, but it's not Fantasia 2000. That's not where he got it from. He got it from a from a different show, and and like we talked, we identified it. I've heard him talk about the show, so I know it was that one. But anyways, go. On. But sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. Titan AE had stingrays in space. It wasn't whales. Yeah, yeah. It was like the same. You know, they, they, they were space angels. You know, like Anakin with his. Mm-hmm. You know, are you are you an I angel? Angels? Or the deep space pirates yeah. talk about them. That one yeah, kid. Yeah. Um, Order says, I'll redact it a bit. There is story, but it's just not enough for some people. And I guess I'm in that camp, but glad other people do like it, love it. Well, that's that's kind of the uh, the thing is this, this I think the difference for, for you maybe, and don't let me put words in your mouth, but, uh, but I think the difference is there's a little bit of telling instead of showing what the story and they decided to to just put all of the the high republic stuff which was probably outlined for rangers of the new republic 
I think all of that was going to be climate to that series. Kathleen uh, Kennedy said it was going to be assimilated by this show. So I think instead of Rangers of the of the New Republic being the one that kind of like led us on to what the what's going on, I think they took all of their ideas, the the, the big bold ones, put it into this arc with Pershing, and just said, okay, now it's in the narrative. We can move forward. And uh, you know there was um, all of the other stuff. I think that. I shouldn't say all that. I don't really know the to- the totality of Rangers. I don't even know if they actually even wrote a draft. But there was a, there was a lot of rumors out there about what that show was and what it wasn't. I had only ever heard that that Cobb Vanth was like the protagonist or a the main protagonist or a main protagonist. And then um, Star Wars Meg had an interview with the Carson Teva actor who went on to say, like, I was never in it. They never approached me about being in it. And basically it seemed to imply that Gina Carano wasn't even really in it. And if you remember, when the Gina Carano stuff came out, so did a bunch of other fake stuff with that information. So that is that might, might be true, but it's also so, sort of like in the, I don't know, territory. And... On top of so, and I think Rangers of the New Republic got the association. Therefore, it was easy just to just to squash it. I think if it ever does pop back up, they just rename it. That way, it loses the association. And then the and then the fact that it like it didn't have to do with Gina that much to do with Gina Carano. They could they I'm could. I'm waiting do it, for. But, I'm looking forward to her new show, Rangers of the Daily Wire. Right? Oh shit! Like, <laughs> but um, I, I would I would have to think that it. Uh, I would have I, to think. I, 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 I swear I'll touch your penis, right? That's the first episode, right? <laughs> no, it's not. I no, she's not promising it. There, there. It's I hope she touches my penis. I hope. I'll, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah I'll say I whatever hope. she needs me to say in the hope that maybe one day, one day, one day she'll find me. <coughs> one day she'll be so desperate, she would touch me. But um, yeah. That's so how I feel about sliced noodles. Like, just keep being nice or <laughs> give me some well, lips. I think that's that's what what was gonna. I think I think when you get down to it, that show was gonna come out in between all of these shows. This show, and it, and it probably is why we did get um, Skeleton Crew, probably fast tracked when when we did. But like you know, Bespin and I, we've heard about like the crews just going through a terrible time with uh you know some asshole people um involved with the production being overworked like back to back to back um not in a good way and then and then it's like all to get these shows out really close together and then have a huge gap don't really understand that and i think that it that is the fair thing to to critique uh modern lucasfilm on because we're basically going to have next year the skeleton with not we're gonna, we're going to start with skeleton crew which kind of starts it but not really and then, and then we go These on. These pirates and, got me worried about that skeleton crew, Jason. Just, just letting you know. Uh, remember, I was excited about skeleton crew. Remember, I'm a big John yeah. Watts fan, but you know what I mean. Like the crew's not. Um, but we're gonna, we're gonna, I know, I know. We're, we're gonna, yeah. But also, like, like, remember, like the uh, the tone of the show. It's got a little fat elephant kid in it. Like it is like Goonies. It's. And like, like we might remember, I watch Goonies a lot with my kids. I have Goonies on pretty often lately. And it's like the, the people in Goonies are scary, but they're also not like the Godfather Mafia. You know what I mean? And um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to be 
how corny it's going to be. But we've heard well, it's where camp. Goonies falls apart. I, I love Goonies, but Goonies mm-hmm. does fall apart when they're on the pirate ship with the Fratellis at the end. Because mm-hmm. the Fratellis in the beginning of the movie, like you feel they'll kill those kids no problem. The Fratellis at the end of the movie, where they're like playing <coughs> jump rope with sloth, you know, on the pirate ship, is ridiculous. But that's so like, but it's like it's like it's like a reward for children at that point. It's like the uh, children have have overcome. They've been tested. They've overcome the uh, trials. Now they can contend with with the with the uh, villain. Like that's sort of like that Hollywood logic, that story logic. I'm aware. And I as a child, Squad, I get it. No, no, and as a child, like we can't forget how successful the ending was for us. So you, you know? have no problem if I just stop watching this after an episode because I'm like it's no. for kids. It's if you don't, rough, if, right? if you don't, yeah, if you don't like it, it's not for you. You, you right. don't have to watch it, right. you know. Because they keep saying shit's for kids, and then I watch Toy Story three. I'm like, that's for kids, and they almost incinerate all them fucking toys, dude. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like yeah. they hold hands, they're about to go to their fiery death. I'm like, that shit's for kids too. So it just depends on what kind of four kids we're talking about here, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Well, it, it 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 also like the whole "it's for kids" thing has it, it can be a defense mechanism to protect your religion of Star Wars. It, it that, that happens. Kids. That happens. Hey, brownies. But but also like like for instance, there's that new what's that that new show that's coming out in a few weeks? That Jedi, that young Jedi show. It's like a high republic. Oh, first, first, yeah, that fucking offends me because I was three years old when I got hooked on Star Wars. That show is made for fucking three year olds, and it has a fucking blue teddy bear in it. And hey, man, you're I'm with you on this. Like, I just it, it, this. It's like when I hear studios go, "Hey, you have to have Robin in." To appeal to kids, I'm like, no. Batman appeals to the kids. Batman, kids want to be Batman. <clears throat> Robin's just our Robin is just a thing that lets us know Batman would accept us. You know, it, but Batman it's not is. necessary. Kids no, always just Robin. like Batman. You no know, I was the only one who would be Robin because my name was Rob. Mm-hmm. Like I always thought it was kind of cool, but you, I didn't think Robin was cool until he got green pants when Neil Adams redesigned the costume in the '90s. Right, yeah. he got the green pants when he had the green underwear. It wasn't so cool. <laughs> right, it's like, I don't want to be that kid. But when he got the green pants, and I'm like, all right, I can be Robin. It's got a big R on there. That, that's me. But I just this is ridiculous, dude. And this whole like it's aimed at kids. Just remember, hey man, here's here's my whole thing with this. They are trying Disney itself, right? Lucasfilm. They mm-hmm. want to compete with the, in the streaming wars, right? Like the, for the highest rated shit on TV. The highest stream television shows, the highest rated gets all the views, ain't kid shows. They're just not. So like, if you think that audience out there is going to get you 19 million views, no, The Last of Us. I don't like, The Last of Us ain't my fucking thing. But you can't deny its audience is giant. Mm-hmm. So like, and it has a kid in it. But playing to kids ain't going to get you the numbers you want and the subscribers you want. Yeah. It's just not. People don't like paying for kids' no. content. They want that shit dirt cheap. No, and and that's and but that's that's like the the other side of the of that kind of risk or whatever. Like Goonies did did well, but it, it wasn't like the biggest movie, you know, when it came out. Monster no. Squad was a failure. Like the actual Explorers was a failure. Like 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 the Total movies failure. that 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 go in that thing that were good weren't highly successful. 
So therefore, uh, what I think that they're making with this one, if it, if it connects and if it's good, is it might be one that's like, okay, it, it did okay, it did all right, but it's a one, but it's one that also doesn't go away that people continue to watch over, over the years because that's what those movies were. Like you can say what you want about Explorers, but at the same time, I'm fucking 43 and I'm still talking about it. I still remember it. Like it You like good. Temple of Doom? Love it. That's not what you said a year ago. <laughs> no, no, no. You have changed your opinion, buddy. <laughs> I have never said, dude. I like Crystal Skull. You, I'm saying, I'm saying, Temple of Doom isn't the best Indiana Jones movie. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying Temple of Doom and Crystal Skull are both bad movies in the in very similar ways at times. Um, right. So if you're trying to compete with getting Star Wars money and you produce Temple of Doom or Crystal Skull, well, you know, you, you get what you get back, you know? Right. And then you Crystal get back Skull made a fuck ton of money, just, just to be clear. But yeah. But taking yeah, Kiss to the Theater is different than, than, than streaming. Like the streaming mm -hmm. shows, the fact of the matter is, man, like the, the numbers for streaming shows, even the Marvel shit doesn't do as well as HBO content. Like mm -hmm. that's it just yeah, doesn't they do those numbers and they, they, but they, they don't want have the those numbers. Well, but they, they don't want they that. You know? oh, of course, of course they want it, but they they can't. It's right. it's literally impossible with their subscriber numbers at this time. You know, but but we'll see. We'll yeah, see. but Peacock we'll... has less subscriber numbers or Paramount mm -hmm. Plus, and then they they break through with the Star Trek stuff. So it, I'm just saying, man, like their idea of trying to pander down. I think pandering to to putting more kids stuff, you know, or, or kid friendly stuff makes more sense in the movies. But on the streaming thing, I think they've they're misguided on their their audience base. Well, I I don't I don't know if we should I don't know how far we lean into that because we're we're like almost acting like Jude Law is not like the the main protagonist of the series. I'm based it's, not the last. We got we got a Andor's more adult oriented. Great, and I'm no, telling you, Andor, man, Andor had a fucking lights adult right but if andor had a lightsaber in it most of these people would shut up about their complaints about andor that's just that, well, that's like, I, I, that's like a my, separate topic but my kids aren't but kenobi and andor. boba fett are aimed toward kenobi and boba fett are aimed towards kids 100 percent. yeah like that 100 percent. and i think that that's it. misguided because they should have been geared towards the people who were kids when the prequels came out but grew up because that's that's what they were going for i mean they literally have shots of attack of the clones in Boba ah, Fett, and then Kenobi's their, entirely prequels. Here's their fucking thinking. I think they already had them. They don't need to gear it towards them. They already got them. No. So, so what? So when? So when they they take that audience for granted? Sometimes they actually do, and then they, they move do. from there, and then they like like try to move it into somewhere else, and to get more out of it. And uh, but like like I said, my kids aren't complaining about Andor. They just can't keep their eyes on it for twenty minutes. Is the problem with? It. They're not it's supposed to. It's not, it wasn't made for them. Mm -hmm. yeah. It wasn't made for them. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And and that's but but it, it it the pendulum swings both ways. And it's like when the actual success of Star Wars is going to be when it's in the middle, when that pendulum is right in the middle. And but the thing about it is, it depends on how um, much we move into a child protagonist in skeleton crew. I don't know how far, how deep it goes because it might be like Jude law. And then these four kids that are like, you know, characters and they're like, Oh, there they go. You know what I mean? And, and doing their like shit. And then might, maybe they'll have little character I'm focus moments, but I entirely I've, on those pirates, you know, like, yeah, but you, but you can't do that. That would be like 
that would be like basing all of Mando entirely on those pirates. You know what I mean? I'm basing a lot of it right now because I've seen all the footage that <laughs> coming out. A lot of pirate footage. I don't know, man. Well, yeah, Sal the Hut ain't 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 gonna be a win for Star Wars mm-hmm. in the long run. So we, I like them. I like them. I'm I'm on board. I know you do, but I, know. I can't talk about it because I told a source that I wouldn't talk about it. But there was more Salad the Hut style stuff early on in the show that that they took out. They they aren't. Uh, they're they're cognizant of what that of what that means and how that plays is, is all I could say right now. But uh, Nolan says Star Wars generally is aimed at all ages, but most importantly, the kid at heart. I I think I do think you should look at Star Wars through a. I, no, I, do I th- don't think I don't think you should look at Star Wars through a highbrow lens. And yeah, that that's my thing is I think that it, the, the best Star Wars though looks at the world through the lens of the protagonist and where they're at in their life. But when it becomes offensive, like this episode is talking about Ezra Bridger and his Kung Fu powers, right? In Star Wars Rebels, sometimes I don't think they remember what it was like to be a teenager because that depiction of a teenager is fucking insane in Rebels. Like that is not, oh no, you know, it's just, it's, it's fucking wacky because it was Disney XD. The uh, storytelling in Star Wars Rebels is some of the best storytelling in all of Star Wars ever. And, but there are like, I could like, I have this experiment I could do in my head and you could do it at home if you want to ruin it for yourself. Imagine a laugh track. And then notice when you can't imagine a laugh track when you watch Rebels. It's true. And, and it's like, fuck, when you can't imagine a laugh track is when the show's working. When you can is when it's not. And uh, don't, I, I love Rebels, but I'm, you know, I'm here to, share my my opinions and those are my that's my opinion of it and i I know like a lot of people love it i'm not trying to ruin it for them but you know sometimes we can look at things not as critically as as we mean to and uh but the thing about it is like a new hope is looked at through the lens of luke skywalker as like a 19 year old 18 year old like young man and uh and it's good it's it's it has good spirit it's in the right tone and so i think though that's that skeleton crew is gonna is gonna be Jude Law, and it's gonna we're gonna see it through his perspective, and I think that's where the adults are gonna connect with it. I think that's gonna be our way into Goonies. It's like I we've heard he's like the Brad character in Goonies, but remember Brad's still a kid himself in Goonies. He's only like he's like he's the one who's hit puberty basically, but he's still a kid, you know. And Jude Law is clearly not Brad in that way. Look, he's, no, he's no, an adult. no fictional characters had more crazy iterations than batman yeah and uh, you know does batman work best when it's all fucking violent and dark and brooding no no does it work best when it's slapstick comedy no, no. and i say the same thing for star wars when you get into mm-hmm. slapstick like paley moto or in revenge of the sith when you got droids slipping around in oil for three minutes and we got to sit and watch this shit that ain't good star wars cut that out if that's not good star wars nope nope mouse, nope, 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 like nope, like like chewbacca nope, nope. and the mouse droid but my, my whole thing is that's different i don't i, I don't i i do think it's, it can be a mistake when it lingers when it when it's not when, like like when you when you cross through the ex, ex, yeah. eccentricities i think that's when it's the most effective when, when it lingers and they, and they make world, the same but... joke three times just to make mm-hmm. certain you got it. You got the joke. Yeah. We told the joke. Did you get the joke? Did you got the? Did you see the oil? Did you see him slipping around? Right. Look at now. We're now he's still slipping around. Ha ha ha! That's not funny. Right. It's not. It's not right. good. It's not good. Forget Star Wars. 
it's just not it's just not good this is not it's not good stuff it's low brow bottom barrel goofy corny shit you know and it right. doesn't do you any favors doesn't doesn't do you any favors oh look who look so who. hoping for less of that i think Filoni's the least likely to do that stuff to be honest with you you know and it may be simply because the guy went through creating a bunch of you know he's done a little bit of everything you know what mm-hmm. i mean like kind of knows what does and doesn't work so um all he has to do is get performances and long as those performances are there i think ahsoka's up for might be like the best of the all-around stuff that we you know star wars all around star wars where it's got force stuff it's got maybe some drama and an interesting villain but that throng comes in and makes Gideon look like a real little bitch, then I'm telling you, it's going to make rewatching any Mando, when you go, oh, wow, they just made this villain a little punk bitch, it makes it very difficult to go back and rewatch it, you know? Like, I, yeah, and I'm not saying that he does. Okay. It, but he thinks clarifying he is. That. He, yeah, he thinks he is. And so, like, like this is this is conjecture on my part, but I wouldn't be surprised if, in actuality, it's quite the op- it, it's quite the opposite. But maybe it's why Gideon is trying to utilize the Mandalorians like as a weapon because he knows that this is other full gunning for him. What's up, Mr. Bulletin? What's up, guys? I didn't know you were going live. Uh, so it was a surprise. A welcome one. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I was great. I thought, like, I thought I was going to go six. on. Si- Sorry, go on. I said it's great timing for me. It's almost like six o'clock. So it's not a late one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. T- today I was going to go on Santa's show. Or I thought we were going to do a show, but but it turned out we weren't. So I called up a source, got some confirmations, and I was like, "There we go. Let's let's get the article out and and uh, do do a do a show because I got some more more confirmation. Basically, the stuff that is in the article. I don't know if you got to read the article yet, but it's basically the stuff mm-hmm. that I I I told you about. You know that I've been yeah. hearing, and then the the the, the uh, part that kind of brought it all together is the Hadouken. He does he does some Hadoukens. That's funny to me. Like, I mm-hmm. really hope it is in the style of a Hadouken because I'm not going to take it seriously. I'm going to have a way all the time. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, when I, when I heard it for the record, I didn't hear, think we were like going to see like a force lightning fucking like mm-hmm. thunderbolt coming out of his hands. Like, like, like he's like, he's doing force pushes and he's doing martial arts stuff. Um, that and that's that's coupled with the force so it's sort of like you know if you imagine bruce lee being able to force push and mm-hmm. um maybe maybe uh, i i actually asked but i i kind of just got laughed like i kind of just laughed but uh you know remember how there's that fucking joke that luke skywalker does the force kick in return of the jedi because it's really just a bad right. stunt where he kicks and it doesn't even come close to the guy's face and modern times we could watch, see it clearly it doesn't connect mm-hmm. uh stuff like he's gonna he's gonna do some force kicks make some force kicks in there so see, I was hoping it was so extreme that it wouldn't be a Hadouken; it would be a Kamehameha from Dragon Ball Z. That's what I was hoping for, right? You know, all the all the Deku smash. You know? <laughs> That's yeah. why he wanted. should start charging up in episode one, and then in episode nineteen, and he can unleash his <laughs> yeah. smart, smart. Yeah, Santa, Santa need, would say that's just good TV. You know, like, yeah, like, we need a false spirit bomb. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Dave Filoni's the man to deliver us that, I believe. I kind of, uh, I, I, I kind of think that it, John Watts, to go back to the skeleton crew kind of stuff, mm. I, I, I think his access to 
Favreau and Filoni is going to make sure that it like if for whatever reason the guy is off base with how he handles like the the young people in that show. I I think they will help. I think I think that they will like be like ah we wouldn't we wouldn't do that. And so and then I think with the way that he handled the Spider Man movies, which the kids are a little bit older, then that's yeah. like my my only fear is that it like he he that John Watts gets what a, a high school student would do but once you go down to middle school he just is like fucking thinks they're but he did middle babies. school in cop car like, okay that's the whole okay thing. then like then 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 you don't have a lot to worry about then it, it sounds good right because you like cop car a lot yeah correct yeah i do i think it's really good it's good smaller film but yeah i think it's, it's good yeah so. i think i'm gonna watch cop car to cop car tonight yeah you should watch cop car yeah because like honestly if at the end of the day the show's good. That's all that matters. Uh, it's or, one of those movies that would have played endlessly, like on Cinemax during the summer. You know what I mean? Okay. And you would have talked about it, like that. you know what it reminds me of. It? Even though I haven't seen it, I know nothing about it. It reminds me. I keep thinking of Hot Shots. Remember Hot Shots? What, with Charlie Sheen? No, no. <laughs> Wait, Big Shots. Big Shots. Big Shots. Yes, Big Shots. It was like it was like a, a a spoiled white kid I think runs away and he goes to like Harlem, like New York, and he meets like a cool black kid, and like they both run away and they steal the car. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. And like okay. like I used to rent that movie all the time. It doesn't hold up today. Yeah. I don't recommend anybody watch it. Probably that was, uh, but that I was say 88. 88. Yeah, probably saw it. Yeah, it bombed in '88 and went right to video. So, like, it was like in theaters for a short time. So it went went right to video. the The um, video store gave me the poster. I had the poster <laughs> in my room. I used to, they they, <laughs> they the, knew the fedoras, the kids in the yeah, they were like kind of like arms crossed, like yeah. some shades on. I, I remember like, yeah. that poster. It was that video library had it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But. Yeah. So how's it going? How's it going, Mister Bespin? You, you have you have any 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 thoughts that anything brewing in your brains that uh... about Skeleton Crew, um, uh, or 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 about the about the the Ahsoka stuff from today, or or anything, anything you know? With Skeleton Crew, I'm thinking, given the simplest the kind of speak the Simpsons influences, can we expect that in the series? Is that going to give us some sense of tone as well? As we know, like behind the scenes, everything is being referred to as Simpsons stuff. So yeah. we know the ship, for example, has been referred to as the treehouse, you know, mm-hmm. because of the Simpsons. Um, characters have code names like Simpsons wherever. So I wonder how big of an influence that has. Obviously, Grammar Rodeo is from the Simpsons episode. It's the reference to the National Grammar Rodeo. Right. Um, so I wonder if that could be an, an influence into the tone of the series. Right. I don't know if you've ever told Rob who I heard was going to be the voice of Gory and Shard to begin with. No, no. If you want, I don't know if you want to share that or not. So no, I I haven't told anybody what you said. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just say it because this is a weird rumor that mm-hmm. I heard before. Yeah. I heard that Robert Downey Jr. was going to do the voice of Gory and Shard at one point, or he was in talks to do it or something. Right. Um, I don't know if that was how far that went. I don't know if. It, well, turned them off, maybe, but yeah, I, re- I remember some time ago you, you, you heard that, and then there was actually a little piece of evidence that popped out that it had that the rumor held water. Oh, the uh, the um, the voice it's, actor, the guy who's from Ted Lasso, yeah, he said that. Shout out to Robert Downey Jr. You know why, bro? 
but didn't give yeah. any context to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we coupled that with what I heard before. It was it's likely that's what that meant. So, right. Yeah. They they saw Ted Lasso and took all the wrong <laughs> the wrong lessons. You know. Like, have you seen the new episode of Ted Lasso, Rob? I have. I have. Wait, two episode two. I haven't seen. I've seen episode one. Episode one. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Because yeah. it didn't land for me as much as the other two seasons did. Yeah. Well, I mean, because everyone. Yeah. I mean, they're they're broke, so it's like dealing with the aftermath of last season. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in a I'm shrinking. Everyone, everyone doesn't want them. Slide. Doesn't want people. Don't want it broke. They just want what they generally want. With the TV series, man, especially a funny one, is they just want them to do the funny, feel good stuff and move on. And this is trying to do a little bit of both, but um, so it's yeah. subjective on that that level. You know, that that was actually where where I wasn't like super in love with it. Was it was giving a lot of a lot of times where it's just like, hey, remember that funny thing that that this person does. And I was like, I already know the show because I just watched it, you know, because I, I watched I just started it like, I don't know, six months ago or something. And so I was like, come on, let's just go. And then it's like sort of like a it was a big reminder episode about. So I'm thinking that the real season is going to get going the next episode. Yeah, know? I think so. And I have every every like ounce of confidence this season is going to be fantastic because the other yeah. two have been. And also yeah. Shrinking, which Brett Goldstein has been working on. That's great as well. I know me and you are having a good time watching that. So. Yeah, yeah, and if you like Harrison Ford, definitely should watch it. But yeah, if you like Ted Lasso, like especially, I also like uh, uh what's his name, uh, um, Jason Segal. I, I like that guy. Mm. <laughs> in 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 fact, I was thinking the other day, I was like, man, I kind of wish this guy was a teacher in Skeleton Crew because <laughs> he's he's yeah. good. He's good. He would have been he would have been good in that part. But if you want to watch Harrison Ford talk about safe dick, watch Shrinking. That's <laughs> yeah. That's the best commercial for that show. But yeah, um, yeah if I was as the uh, Ahsoka stuff you brought today, I think it's all fantastic. It's all, I think it's all exciting. It all mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, I can't wait to see Ezra just going to town on those undead stormtroopers over yeah. there. I just, it's natural that he would have to build up some sort of fighting technique to you know, combat the threats that are out there. He can't just be out there without a blaster or a lightsaber just, just chilling. He needs to have developed. Because we don't know how many years he's been stranded out there at this point, right? Either. yeah it, well it's been i mean we're like five it's been like it like that show what that does does rebels go up to like a year before a new hope i think so i think it goes i think it's about there right and mm. then and then we see like yeah and then like because they get like the ships and stuff for rep for 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 the rogue one sequence from from season three or season two and then um yeah. Then so we have like a, we have like a like a big five years between like a New Hope to re, uh, Return of the Jedi part. Then we go like five six years after. So he's been out there for like a decade. Yeah, yeah. It's only natural that he would have found a new form that he would have mastered over there. And for Sabine to be, well, we saw a train with the dark saber anyway, right? So she's yeah. she would only have got better better within that time frame. So I think it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It it does. It does. It, and it's like. It's like on like some some characters in Star Wars, like they pick up a lightsaber and they just use it because, you know, it's their destiny or something like that. Mm-hmm. And people go, people start checkboxing stuff. Actually, she's overpowered. But in Star Wars Rebels, they actually did the work. Like they literally see her training with, with the darksaber and lightsabers and stuff like that. Like that's what's yeah. I was gonna say that's what's gonna be, right? When Ahsoka comes out, you're gonna mm-hmm. have a lot of these people just saying Sabine's overpowered because <laughs> they didn't bother to check out Rebels. 
Yeah, probably. I do or... think this is a structural issue with Mando season four, though, with writing wise. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to devote forty minutes to of an episode to a second story, like it should have been Bo-Katan, like the short, the short version of her life in live action. Um, but how does that how does it, that explain the, the 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 New Republic to us? That's what they have to get out there for all these other shows. That's the problem. Yeah, but it but it solves the whole like it solves a lot of other issues, man. Forget the New Republic stuff. That you can do that as a B story. You just don't need to devote a solid wall of forty to fifty minutes to it. I think that that mm-hmm. you could take that exact same stuff and have a B cut. I just think like, you say B cup when you go through, yeah, when you, when you go through Mandalore and you see all this wreckage and you see her doing all this shit, you just assume she's a badass. But it doesn't doesn't really show you. It just has her telling you this wasn't this way, and I learned this. And it's like, yeah, we could have seen that, especially since she's just yeah. sitting on that throne, waiting for foot rubs. You know? Yeah. Day, so. I, I, yeah. <laughs> go, go on, Bestman. What I was gonna say is, yeah, I, I agree with Rob. I don't think mm-hmm. they should have given an entire episode, but they could have easily added flashback scenes, uh, quick ones, to just her sitting on that throne. You know, she's there reminiscing about her life before, and you could cut to the Mandalorian, you know, title screen. But they could have added something there for us. Yeah, well, not even for us because we we're all already familiar with her life. But to the viewers who've only coming through the Mandalorian. See, I I have a I have a I have a hunch that they that someone maybe the 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 story group or maybe Filoni to Favreau or something like that was like you know what like we could we could get at this through the people of the of the new new republic, and he was like, well, I wanted to do this, so I think that that's what it was. This is all this is all just my assumptions, of course. But I think that's why we have that line where um Grief Karga is like, I don't want the new republic here. I don't trust those people really mm-hmm. far away to do anything competently. You know what I mean? I think that's like yeah. supposed to show us like what the average sort of like, you know, spacefarer, I don't know what you call them, person is thinking about that about that new republic idea. And they could have literally done this throughout Mando meeting people in other episodes who are saying the same kinds of things. And like really, and then we could have seen things like TIE fighters coming in and bombing Bo-Katan's house. And then I'm going like new Republic is acting like everything's fine. And it's not, mm-hmm. you know, like, like I think there was a, a better way to show than telling, which is what that episode does. But I think it has to more. I think they, I think they decided to go that way because they don't want to devote any more time to it other than getting the climate set up. Like, I don't think, I hope there's not more uh, of like here we're, we're setting up why it's this way. I think that was it. I yeah. at least I hope so. Um, Dave. Uh, thank you. Dave says Mando season three is approximately 12 years after season four of rebels. So nice. So there we go. So he's been out mm-hmm. there for 12 years. Um, as we Bridger. Well, it might be a little bit less. I'll have more on that. Uh, I have I have the timeline of Ahsoka ironed out a bit. Uh, I'll get into that mm-hmm. that pretty soon, and yeah. and like like lay out exactly how when the sh- the show takes place and how and stuff. But yeah, it's about that time though. Close enough. I'm sure I'm sure after the first nine years, it all kind of runs together for the guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not really that big of a difference at that point. But <laughs> look, look, look how the COVID treated some folks, the pandemic. They were like, I don't know where a year, you know, people, they lose track of time quickly. Is what I'm trying to say, you know, like, mm-hmm. when you're living yeah. in one spot. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I have a pretty good memory and like in a weird way, I think that's always been because of when stuff is released. And when we got into this weird release schedule for things and things barely coming out at times and shit, like I think it kind of fucked up my sense of time in that way. Because as a child, you just start kind of tracking, oh, I remember that summer. You know what I mean? I know what came out that summer every single year. Now, and, now and you all know what it's like to be a freelance artist living in their room, never hey. going outside. <laughs> You're like, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Dell says, plenty plenty to glean from the Simpsons for the Simpsons fans. Yeah. And th- that's the whole thing is we don't know if, if there's actually, actually like Simpsons influences in the show. Other or if it's just the fact that the premise relates to an episode yeah. and then the code spots like spans out from there, unless you've heard something uh that well the, the, the kids are the same age, right? They're a similar age to Bart and Lisa and, and the gang. Yeah. Yeah, that's so there could be something there. Yeah. But 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 I'm not expecting um Jude Law to be going no you know and stuff like that all the time I got, I got so when he does that in episode when he does that in episode one then what jason like, then <laughs> then well then we cracked it we know exactly yeah. what it is michael jackson's gonna show up happy birthday lisa you know it'd be a good time you, i would get space donuts you know space donuts yeah i want i want uh space smithers to, to be uh gorian shards uh right hand man um, the Sith Sons. Galaxies. Del says that's like Ray is overpowered because they have no idea how she might have been trained. Yeah, it's like that's 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 the part where where people decide that they're not going to go with the with the mystical because it's fun. And then, mm-hmm. but it's all, but it can be a. I mean, it it can be a crutch, but it's like that moment in Star Wars or uh, The Force Awakens is really meant to be a mystical moment that she is the chosen one, so to speak. And uh, like, I think they're missing the, the storytelling that's going on at that point. Hey, Kyle, how's it going? Thank you for being a channel member. He says, I love, I'd love flashbacks too, but a solid chunk of the fan base considers all flashbacks to be fan service. And Fabra Floney are already getting slammed. We're having like three clone wars characters. Yeah. Yeah. But, I I would have considered it flash the flash as fan service for us. It would have just been a way to inform the viewers of Bokan's history. It would be for new viewers and not for fans. Yeah, they right. don't care about you fans. They got your asses, right? It's not I, new viewers I'm not, they care about. Yeah, I'm so. not saying they they don't they don't care. They got you chumps. They got you chumps, right? Well, like like let's let's be honest. <laughs> like like so, me and Bestman, we were having this conversation the other day, where. I'm I'm starting to think they need to start showing people dying in order 66 because at, at this moment, like, like if you have like thousands of Jedi in the galaxy and order 66 happens, it's fair that a few hundred survived order 66 in the aftermath and they don't have to make it all the way to 20 years until Luke Skywalker, but that they survived the general attack. Right. And so that makes sense. And those are the people's stories you would tell. And that's what's fun, right? That's what's fun about the era if you're going to play with it. But when you, when you, sh- when you see like, like, I don't know how many people die in order 66. You got like the blue chick, you got like Plo Koon, you got, you know, the conehead guy. Like anyways, you see like, like maybe eight guys die or something like that. Eight Jedi die or something in, in, in order 66. And the implication it was, is it was thousands. But when we have like 
eight people that are alive and we're, we're seeing their stories in video games and Ezra, we have Ezra Bridger out there and Caden Jarrett and well. yeah. Yeah. It goes like on and on. It starts to go like, Oh, you know, the visual story sort of st- storytelling says more people survived order 66 than actually died. So Didn't the librarian survive order 66. She, yeah, she, she, she lives and she's in the comic books for a little while. Yeah. She's in the comics for, for a short time. Yeah. It had, all, it had people thinking that she was going to be in um, um, Andor. And I was like, I don't think so. But uh, Jason, I, I, I can allow George. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's called Order 66 because uh, 66 people died. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. 60, 66 yeah, of Palpatine's most hated Jedis. Right. It's like a, right. It's like a looper yeah, video. Yeah. The, the 66 yeah, it's very, it's, Jedi Palpatine wants to, see, wants to see killed. This season. It's very traumatic for children, though. That's what's very important. Uh, right. 66, uh, yeah. 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 Chet Chet was traumatically. Uh, we went to Fuddruckers afterward. To Can Plo Koon have survived? Because we did see a Jedi Starfighter blow up, but maybe his ass just got blown off, and maybe now he has a robot ass? Oh, that's that... actually what I wrote down in, on my yellow pad. He has a robot ass. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know great. if they're going to get around to it, but I, I did sell that idea to Disney, so... Huh. Yeah, you know, the, the white slavers. It was it was in that on that yellow notepad that you handed over, and you it was like one oh, page, yeah. and you're yeah. all, "This is the next twenty five yeah. years of Star Wars. Follow my ideas." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch Ted Lasso. All right, all right see you later, George. Dell says they slapped Depa Balaba, or they showed Depa. They slapped. They showed Depa Balaba dying, sort of. Yeah, and she's you know. Kanan Jarrus's Jedi Master, so it's like you know, we know that 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 she bites it and that he goes on. So th- there's like I I don't I'm I'm fine with those like stories. I'm I'm fine with that concept. Like I said, I think that it's fair to say a hundred to two hundred of them lived. Like considering that thousands got killed, right? Like that's yeah. a that that's a if we, if we want to get overly logical about it, but it's like it, this analogy reminds me of um, Adawan. He's a guy who did a really good job making updating the effects to the special editions of Star Wars. And there's a line in there where it says like 30 fighters are attacking the Death Star, 30 X-Wings or something. And he actually like shows 30 X-Wings. But when you see it, it looks like they have a fleet because 30 in the visual language of, of just Hollywood or whatever, a film, then it looks like they got they had no problem taking that on. Like they were as much as, you know, they had, they had enough. They had a lot of friends, but they say 30, but they show six or something like that in the, in the, in yeah. the actual release. And the reason is the visual language says something different than what the audio yeah. is. Like in actuality, all, all Adewan had to do was change the audio to say six fighters. That's all he had to say. That would have been the easy, mm-hmm. the easy fix. But, but, um, yeah. and I'm, I'm not knocking his work. He does really good work. It's an amazing thing that somebody did that at home and you know, it's cool. Still working on it right now, Jason. He's not done. Like, good. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. If if he's enjoying himself and people are enjoying his stuff, I say, hey, you know. I am. Yeah. I am. Good job. Good job. I say. Yeah. Good job, anyone. But you know, I mean, regardless of what Bestman Bolton says about it, you know. Yeah, um, Jason Subtle Shades. No. Um, Del says. <laughs> yeah. See, like, like, and that's that's the whole thing though with the Order sixty six stuff that that's coming, like. I see all these people like debating because of the of the trailer, like who's behind that door? Who's behind the door? Oh my god, who Andy is Grotto. it? 
Is it? It was Paley Moto. It, she saved the little guy. Paley Moto. Time, she doesn't remember. She doesn't remember. She lost her memories. No, is it Chewbacca? Yeah. Is it Chewbacca? The Chewbacca? You know, it's just like it's it's, it's like it's but top it's, knot, dude. It's the top well, knot. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like it literally might not even be in the show. It might not even be important to it. it and and it and it's like so. I I kind of I feel like fans have set that that trailer has allowed fans to set them up, set themselves up to be let down. I think that's where this is going to go. Personally, I think it's going to be. Wanna... Yeah, sure. The theory we had. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drop that. Yeah. So in the trailer, we see obviously like the Jedi um, and the door being like sliced open. You assume perhaps it's Anakin and the Bible first, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it brings up a quote from Tamara Morrison from Celebration. I think of Celebration, where he said that he got to work with Carl Weathers, and we now know that Carl Weathers is directing this episode. So it brings up: Is Tamara Morrison in this? But he's not Boba Fett. He's just a clone trooper or clone right. troopers. Like, that now seems like the most obvious guess, considering we now know Carl's doing this one on, on, um, on Wednesday called The Foundling. Right. So, right. And, yeah. and, and like, like uh, t- a couple of things occurred to me if that's the case. Um, well, you would think they would be de aging Morrison because, mm-hmm. you know, he's like the, those clones can't be as old as he is at that point. Like it's like the way the way time works, it's impossible. But then we saw Hayden Christensen de-aged, and it looks like it looks like Hayden today. It didn't really their 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 de-aging did not do a damn thing. Luke Skywalker looks fucking great. <laughs> he he looks young because he's fake. But actual like Hayden and and Ewan look their normal yeah, he's ages. Forty years old when he's sixteen. It's ridiculous. Like nine, it's ridiculous, dude. That, but yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. It, it yeah. It was like I don't know what they were thinking on on that stuff. I don't know why they pulled back, but whatever. But anyways, uh, and and but that's what makes me think that what if he's not even in those scenes? What if he's just doing the voices? What if working yeah. with 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 Carl Weathers was doing ADR, which explains why he didn't need to be there, which explains why he that, was able to get on that. Additional dialogue phone. recording that's not a drug or anything, right? Mm-hmm. Just so people know. Yeah. Yeah. ADR. Yeah. yeah. So, so just so doing like, ADR on set or something like it's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Most, most likely I think, or I think that it, that's like somewhat, somewhat likely. And like, you know, Maybe, and I'm just, this is obviously just speculation, but what if they go out there and uh, maybe a clone's supposed to blow Yoda, baby Yoda's head off and he's like, I can't fucking shoot this thing, you know? And like, like literally like, like, like lets them go because we, we know that some clones do overcome their programming. We know that if the, the programming is, and with the inhibitor chip that they have in their brains is highly subjective, whether how it was going to behave and how it was going to work and it's it's sort of experimental technology. There's all kinds of reasons that they could get into how he's able to overcome the programming. So there's a, there's a possibility it's that. But also, like uh, if you just read fan speculation at this moment, um, that must be a good what? What would you say, Bespin? Forty five minute sequence that we're gonna get um, for Order mm-hmm. sixty six at this point. <laughs> it's the like, entire episode. Yeah. yeah, it's probably gonna be sixty seconds in total. You know what I mean? Or three minutes yeah. maybe at the most. I. I don't. Ex- I mean, when you look at like like Kenobi, actually had real fucking hard reason to like do it to like show that period when where where we have uh, Reva Reva 
um, going through it, how she gets started, how she becomes who she becomes. And um, mm. this show right here is just like, oh, uh, how do you get out of the temple is what it might answer. And and realistically, based off of, the, off of the narrative that we have in the show right now, I don't really think it's important that we know. Um, unless it becomes important. Mm. Unless he unless he starts doing something, he starts remembering. Like, like are we going to have like Grogu start having nightmares? I don't know if they're going to, if they would do that. But like he, he, there, there should be a ramification for getting his memories back. And so far we haven't seen any, any ramification whatsoever. And uh, so, you know, what, what other, what, what does it mean? But why do, why do we need to know just because we're curious? Well, that has nothing to do with, with the actual dominant narrative of season three of the Mandalorian. So if they do it, it may be fan service. Um, but if they do it with some intent to the narrative, then um, there has to be a ramification for it, for it all. There has to be a reason that that it matters. Is Grogu going to begin to... I, I know I'm probably going way out on a limb with just a fucking dumb puppet character at the end of the, end of the day. But is Grogu going to start, like, you know, having second thoughts about not picking up that, like, doing that that Jedi stuff? You know? And, like, we run into uh, the interesting... Place. Today, Santa was uh, talking to me and Meg and uh baymax and and we were were having a conversation about it and he's like well you know like at some point they got to put the helmet on him is that going to happen this season and my take is no because that kid who got the helmet's like 12 and he's about the equivalent to five to six years old at this moment right he's like 50 it's like 10 10 years is one year for him he's about 50 he's about five years old right now so i think we got another like how you know another, another three seasons before he would be around 12 years old if we age up in real time with him and so they have a lot of time to figure out what that means and that you don't have to wear a helmet or you do. I don't think it has to happen this season, but you might have the key, Mr. Bulletin. What? And that you have that video. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I have a video of Bo-Katan fighting without a helmet. Yeah. yeah. Fighting. Uh, yeah. We think Axe Wolves, right? Axe Wolves. Yeah. And we, there's a, lady in the background who looks sort of like Sasha Banks or the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks. Yeah. So, yeah. And I will, so I, doesn't keep wrong. I, I, you know, when I was making that, that video for that dumb song, I was like going through all the Bo-Katan footage, trying to find like footage of her where she has her helmet off and she's not talking, which is actually harder than I thought it would be to find. And um, I went through the, the, the uh, Sasha Banks stuff. She's fucking terrible. <laughs> She's like slurping it like a fucking space noodle. like, and then she's like, we must go through the South corridor. If we, it was just like, you can't act for shit. She got, she acts better in wrestling. Cause I think it's more impro, in, improvised. Than I mean, like, we just had a, an episode full of like bad acting. So I'm yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of Mandal- Mandalorian has a lot of bad acting in it. Yeah. It's really so it's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Remember no, she, that folks in the comments, when you complain that I'm the one who bitches about star Wars, just remember that folks. <laughs> Hey, we're not bitching. We're just being we're we're being critical. Just remember that. Just remember that, Jason. The, the theory around here is that you love everything, and I'm the hater. That's, oh yeah, that's what no, I, love I, this. I do love everything, but I can be critical of things that I love, which is why I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Did I did I get too dark? <laughs> not real. <Yeah>. Too real. <laughs> too real. <laughs> a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> no, but um. 
yeah, I, I, I kind of, like I said, I think that this next episode though, is I think everybody's going to say it's the greatest episode because it will, will probably have the, a flashback of anything at all. And that makes everybody always gets happy about flashbacks because they think it's flashing back to when the thing that, that, that they loved. And then it's going to be back to Mando and Grogu. But yeah, the episode, I mean, do, do you think, do, do you think the episode is about Grogu? Do you put any, any, I don't remember. There was like a rumor that went around that wasn't from us. I don't know to put stock in it, but that Paz Vizsla's apprentice and Grogu were going to have a fight. Could that be, could that title of the foundling be, could it be using plurality to mean both of them? Mm. And could that rumor have some truth to it? I wonder. I don't know. It could, but I don't expect like a lot of the flashback stuff in the episode. Yeah. I, like, I'm with you. I think it's, it'll be minor. But also, I gotta, some people I gotta roll, are guys. weird. Okay. Okay. Right, See you, Rob. Okay. But bye, Rob. Some people they think that if an episode is short, they're not, they're not getting what they deserve with an episode. This yeah. matter episode is about thirty minutes long, and so some people will, I think, feel dissatisfied just given the length. Um, in general, not just specifically with the Clone Wars flashbacks. Um, my take is always as long as it's well paced, it does not matter as long as it suits the runtime. Yeah, it could be an hour long, it could be thirty minutes long. As long as pace well, that's all that matters. Right. Um, so I don't know. It go from the footage we've seen in the trailers. You know that my theory at the moment is we're just gonna see the sequences that's on the cult planet. That they're on the mountains, they're flying around with the jetpacks. Uh, Paz and Din are get, being given like hammers of some kind. It looks like um, in the trailers. So maybe that's leaning into yeah, like maybe they're they've got to make something for their like champions of some right. kind like for, for Grogu and for Paz Vizsla's son um but yeah maybe maybe we do see a kid fight you know <laughs> but mm-hmm. like but I also think it's a bit ridiculous that they're gonna make Grogu fight this 12 year old child if Grogu's not allowed to use the force and we think he would in that aspect then it seems unfair or- well, yeah, and what what I suggested could be the case is maybe maybe the maybe the fight's scheduled. Maybe mm. they get into a little tossle, and they're like, "No, yeah," and they're like, and then you know they say like tonight, you know, or whatever, tomorrow, or, or on the first full moon, whatever some Mando bullshit they come up with, and it's um, weird, right? maybe IG Eleven's mech comes into play for that. Yeah, it's weird, right? If Grogu does, because Grogu is supposed to kill Pazuzu's son. I suppose, was, that, was the rumor? I, I don't actually remember. I remember something about there being a, a fight with, with that and Paz Vizsla and, and the son, but I don't know if he's supposed to have killed him. Am I supposed to have killed him? Because that sounds not very Grogu like. <laughs> yeah, we also we also got that thick boy running around on Navarro. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we have footage of him doing that. So, um, yeah. We'll have to revisit that rumor. There's a lot of crap rumors coming out there. So. Yeah, unless we cover it or run it, like this chances are it's mm-hmm. not great. Yeah, no, I know. I I always just try not to be so, you know. I always try to give everything a little bit of a fair, a fair Shake. thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Because it's like I don't want to be so like stuck up, or I'm just like, well, if it didn't come, you know, I don't want to be Jocasta new. If it didn't come from Bespin Bulletin, then it doesn't yeah, exist. That, I don't. I don't mean that it doesn't come from us. Like we we aren't the ones who break it yeah. and report it. But in the right. sense of like. We both do a lot of research into how a reputable a source is, somebody's track record is, mm-hmm. um, which makes us want to pick up and run the articles, whether it's on my side, whether it's on the show. Um, 
and currently we haven't seen any true supporting evidence of of the Paz Vizsla Sun rumor right. at this moment. So, right. You know. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. It does kind of play like a little bit like lucky you know lucky guesses like things that kind of like we're like just thrown out there and then from the trailers or something and then we see like evidence that makes us make with that perspective that makes it seem like it has some weight but, yeah. yeah yeah just like and then that was the other thing was the other day we were we were talking and um someone mentioned like those titles they thought that two of the titles ended up being correct of the rumor titles they're not only one of the titles was was correct not in the right mm. order. So all of those titles that came out, all of that was 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 bullshit too. Wanted to correct the the record on that one for the show too. Those mm. the the, uh, the leaked titles were never real. The only thing that's been real that that's been leaked that we know of outside of us for the most part has been um has been a, what do you call it uh the runtimes yeah from that source on Twitter they they have they have shit that's like correct. Yeah. All right. Looks like I'm gonna have to go because the school nurse is calling my <laughs> my ex. So that means I got a kid to go go pick up, and um, my 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 son he's had a cough, no COVID, but he's had a cough, and uh, they don't take too kindly to coughs in school, which is kind of annoying because they uh, the coughs tend to linger, you know. Yeah, but pretty sure he's fine, but I'm pretty sure they're they're sending him home from, for that cough right now. But uh, yeah, if you end up not doing anything and you want to get on some Fortnite in a bit, hit me up because uh, looks like I'm probably just going to be hanging out <laughs> with the kid with the sick kid today in some yeah. way. And then yeah, uh, no, I'll be free. Yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, so t- tomorrow should be back uh, at the normal time, not not as early today as not not as early tomorrow as I was today. So. Anyways, uh, thanks everybody for being a channel member, for liking the video. Make sure you share the show. Um, anybody, you know, as much best as best you can, subscribe to the shows on on all the different platforms that you consume stuff on. Because you know, the show usually works as good as a podcast as it does anything else. And tomorrow, um, I hope to have Azatru on if he's not busy to talk about the Jedi Survivor trailer. I haven't and, uh, seen that yet. I was gonna play it for us right now, actually, and then have have <laughs> Drew go in depth with it to me tomorrow. With tomorrow, but looks like I have to go. So, but anyways, yeah. And then Mr. Bulletin, thanks for, for for showing up. Everybody could go to bestmanbulletin.com. Uh, he does daily Star Wars news. Lately, I'm only doing the my my own scoops and uh, and then doing this show daily. But he does all of the news daily, and uh, so so go there if you have never been there obviously and if you do read a site give them a coffee uh i and i appreciate everybody who who gave me some support today all the people in the chat who are channel members i i I appreciate it like a lot and um and i appreciate the people who read the articles that i write on the site instead of just letting somebody steal them on reddit because that is garbage and it sucks but uh, all right, Mr. Bolton, I'll, I'll catch you in a bit. I'll text you in a, after I pick up the kid and see see what's going on. I can do it in a bit. Right. Bye bye, guys. Bye everybody. <laughs>